Sunday Meditation, May 20, 1979. LL Research, Channeling Hatan, Lytos, and Latwi. Carla, Channeling. I am Hatan, and I greet you in the love and the light of the One who is all. It is a great pleasure to be here this evening. And, as always, we greet each of you with much appreciation and inaudible. This evening, I would tell you a story about a man who was not an ordinary man, but rather a very uncommon one, for within him from childhood was the burning desire to know the love of the Creator. In his youth, this man read widely feeling extremely frustrated because no one could speak with him deeply enough on the subjects in which he was interested. He found theology a great puzzle, a great confusion of ideas, and, wending his way through it, was something he did with a burning desire to know the love of the Creator. He did not find it in his books, but he pressed on. He went into what you would call a seminary, and when he graduated, he became a minister, preaching the word of his Creator to his flock. Through the years, he listened with interest to the many problems of those who came to his church. Drawn by the brilliance of his reasoning and the eloquence of his preaching, and yet he did not find the love of the Creator. In time, he met and married a woman who gave him children. He spent very little time with them because of his duties, but was loved greatly and supported tremendously in his work by a wife who understood much and gave of herself unstintingly in his behalf. Nor yet did he find the love of the Creator he sought. And one day as he walked down the path from the reactory of his church, he met a boy that reminded him of himself at a younger age, for now, you see, he was quite old. And falling into conversation with the young man, they continued on to the rectory, and he continued his conversation. All of a sudden, something occurred that had never yet occurred in the old man's life. In this stranger's unlined face, and burning to know the love of the Creator, the old man saw a person to love. And at that moment, he gave his heart to this young man. As a father to a son, he felt the love of God. This wanderer was never seen by the old man again, for he was on his own journey. The old man fell in love, first with one person, and finally with all mankind. What had blocked the love of the Creator that he so earnestly sought for a lifetime? We say to you, my friends, that you must love yourself. Not because your personality has any virtue or because your ego, as you call it, needs shoring up by means of a self-indulgent love. No, my friends, We are speaking of a love that is one with the Creator. Where is the Creator, my friends? Can you touch Him? 
in your senses, those things which are not seen are not understood. Yet so it has been always. Had you all been blind, you would have thought very differently. But we ask you, my friends, where is the Creator? Is He outside of the world as you know it? Is He unknowable in any way? If so, why would we seek to find Him? My friends, the Creator is in your brothers and your sisters and yourself. Closer to you than your breath, more available to you than reasoning, more heartening to you than your dreams. That which is beyond doing and dreaming is love itself. It has been written in your holy works that a man who is kind to another is not kind to a man, but to the Creator. You cannot be kind to a Creator that is invisible, infinite, untouchable, unknowable. But you can be kind to those about you. You can allow yourself to be a channel for love, whatever your circumstance. Sometimes, the circumstances you face are so difficult that you may wonder if there is such a thing as love. And if there is love, is it given equally to all? If it has a plan, is it, shall we say, just? But we say to you that, as far as we know, the Creator has a plan that has been worked out between love itself and that higher part of yourself which you call your spirit. In meditation, you become able to communicate intuitively with that part of the creation that is a combination of the finite and the infinite. In this junction lies the plan. Whatever difficulties you may be having, they can be met with love. And the more deeply committed that you are to finding, feeling, and freely giving to others the love that is in every situation, the more quickly you will become what you might call a conscious being, controlling your destiny, improving the harmony, aiding the vibration of your life. You cannot possess the Creator. You cannot possess yourself. You possess only one thing, consciousness, and you possess it in common with all that there is. That which created this consciousness is love. Thus we ask you, allow love to flow through you. Not your love, but the love of the Creator, for yours will run dry very quickly and you will find it reflected all about you. People themselves are reflections of you. Allow this reflection to be one of love. I would leave this instrument at this time, as my friend Lytos desires to work with each of those present. I am Hatan Adonai. At this time, I would like to work with each of you. Let me greet you in love and light as my brother Hatan. I am known to you as Lytos, 
and it is my special duty and privilege to work with new channels. My vibration is a broad beam vibration and more easily received than most of the Confederation vibrations. This has decided our purpose in the great scheme of things among the Confederation. And so, we work with the channels who desire to get that service. We also work with each individual who simply wants to improve the strength of spiritual vibration. Along with that, that which you may call inspiration or contemplation may flow. I will attempt now to say a few words through the one known as Jay, if he would relax and allow himself to speak without analyzing our thoughts. I am Lytos. I am again with this instrument. I am Lytos. We had partial contact with the one known as Jay. However, his mind is not totally clear due to feelings of somewhat conflicting natures about our contact. Consequently, we have, shall we say, a conditioning situation rather than a channeling one. And we are pleased to be of service in this way, for we are always a channel for something. This particular type of channeling is very specialized, but all of you, my friends, show to the world that which flows through you. We thank the one known as Jay and offer our assistance at any time he may require it. At this time, I would like to... There's a pause here as H1 arrives. I am again with the instrument. I am Lytos. We would like to pause for a moment while the one known as H1 relaxes, and we greet and welcome her to the meeting. At this time, we would like to say a few words to the one known as G. I am Lytos. G. Channeling. I am with the instrument. Inaudible. Carla, channeling. I am again with this instrument. We are pleased to contact the one known as G. And may we say that the one known as G is doing very well in her progress. Although she may not know it consciously, there is a large difference between her conscious desire to be of service channeling and her subconscious feeling that there is perhaps something not quite good about such an activity. This is due to a simple feeling that things may not be what they seem, which is very true in your reality, which is illusory, and has stood the one known as G in good stead in her life. And it is only in this particular instance that it is difficult to drop that subconscious bias. We are faced with a difficult choice. We can either transmit a common and familiar concept to a new instrument 
in which case the instrument may block it due to a feeling that such a thought would be one of his own. Or we can transmit new information, in which case the instrument might feel that the information was not that of the Confederation due to its unfamiliarity. As you can see, channeling is not always easy for those who are intelligent. Thus, we would recommend it for the most intelligent in order that intelligence be set in balance with love and emotions. At this time, we would like to contact the one known as H2 and, if possible, to say a few words with him. I am Lytos. Still Carla channeling. I am again with this instrument. We thank the one known as H2 and, as always, assure him that at any time he may desire to work on contact, we will be with him. At this time, I will leave this instrument, asking you only, as always, to meditate and pray for the good and the peace of humankind. For these are concepts that need to be cherished among your peoples. I leave you in the love and the light who is the one and the origin of these concepts. I am Lytos, Adonai. I am with you. Ah, yes, my friends, I have been awaiting my turn. I am Latwi, and I greet you in the joy and the light of the Creator. It has been my privilege to be asked to join this celestial big league and we are very happy to play ball with you at this time, as you might say. We have come for the express purpose of asking if there are any questions, which, as you have noticed, is in itself a question. So you may answer this question with a question, if you desire. G. I have a question. I heard something on the radio and I heard just the tail end of it. I'm not sure what it was. I don't read the papers much lately. It was something about something up in the air, a satellite or something like that. But the point is that somebody is inaudible, in meditation to do something, and I'd like to know what it is. Latwi. We are consulting the group memory of the Confederation at this time, for we also do not know. We know of one item which is in your skies, which is desired by your people to remain in orbit, and it is called your Skylab. However, this instrument also does not read the papers, and therefore we are unable to give the specific designation of its arrival into your atmosphere. The trajectory of physical objects such as this one is unlikely to be altered by meditation, although it would be possible were the meditation powerful. However, among your people, there is not the sophistication of other dimensions. Thus, meditating in your dimension would not aid a physical object, but rather 
meditation in the finer or denser dimensions would be much more powerful. However, it is not easy for your peoples to meditate in other dimensions, just as it is not easy for your people to leave their physical bodies and move about freely in their body eternal, which is, in a way, a physical body, but is physical in another dimension. Thus, we would say that it is likely that an application of, shall we say, government funding rather than group meditation would be the solution to that particular problem. Does that answer your question, my friend? Gee, well, I had the idea that this was something that was out of control or something that we couldn't do anything about, and there was some group meditating and inaudible. Never mind. Thank you. Latouille. We are sorry that we have not satisfied you, but in our notice of your planet, we may have, indeed, missed one of your projects. As we said, the only one of which we are aware of there being a large body of interest in is the one known as Skylab. Is there another question? H2 I have a question. I'd also like to comment. I believe the object of interest here is the Skylab. At least, that's my impression from news sources and so on. Latouille My goodness, my brother, we are most pleased, because we were beginning to think that our ability to screen your planet was somehow lacking. Please ask your question. H2 Yes, according to news sources, the Skylab is out of control in a sense, in that it is no longer able to maintain orbit and is expected to enter the atmosphere in some future time. My question is, I have several, but first, I'm glad you're here, Latouille, because I have a question for you on a subject you brought, and I would like to know in regard to this, if you begin a subject, can Hatan or Lytos answer questions about it as well? Latouille. The reason that we are here tonight is that there was a request for information on a subject which we had previously discussed. Each of the planetary consciousnesses which speaks to you under some code name, such as Hatan or Latouille, has a specialty. As we have said before, Hatan speaks in the vibration of love and has a general fund of information that is perhaps the broadest of any of your contacts at this time. Thus, it is Hatan that often answers questions. Our specialty is due to the fact that our form is that of light, and thus we are more able to see the problems involved in the taking on of a physical body which we do not happen to have at this point in our evolution. Thus, we have a viewpoint on certain questions which Hatan may not have specifically as do we. For there is no, shall we say, party line amongst us as we are a confederation of harmony rather than unity of thought. We do not come to group decisions about the truth 
but only communicate to you our own personal experience of the truth as we know it. Thus, we always repeat that we are indeed fallible, and, indeed, our views upon a subject which you wish to request information about would be somewhat different from that of Hattan's, for the ones of Hattan dwell within a physical body, although in another dimension of space-time. H2. Thank you. The question I have for you that seems to be in your specialty is about the genetic personality. This was raised in a few sessions back and has aroused my interest. I believe you said something to the effect that, at the time the genetic personality is formed, there is a sort of contract made between the entity and the chemical body in the provision of, say, an environment that is best suited for that entity for learning during this incarnation, and that it's possible, perhaps, to regress to that point of contract and to review that contract to see if the agreement with the chemical body was suitable for the entire incarnation and purposes of the entity. Is that correct? Latwi. This is a properly perceived concept, my brother. H2. That being the case, then what I'm interested in is knowing how to regress to that point of contract and what procedures could be followed to review it and amend it, if that is possible. Latwi. We understand your question, although it is somewhat difficult to answer. What is necessary is that you enter a state of altered consciousness, which is somewhat different from your consciousness while dealing in day-to-day -day experiences. The function of many so-called spiritual healers is that the healer, by giving off tremendous energy vibrating in the spectrum of light, creates an environment for the individual in which a momentary dwelling place in which the genetic personality was formed can be maintained by the entity. And in that instant of time, as you know it, a great deal can be accomplished. This is the source of many healings among your peoples. Other ways of achieving this type of, shall we say, reprogramming are the proper use of your so-called psychedelic drugs. This is a very risky operation due to the fact that the state in which you will be led to may or may not be in accordance with the subject which you wish to cover, due to the fact that your personality may or may not be integrated enough at this time to pursue the course which is desired. Many of those among your peoples who use psychedelic substances to alter the chemical composition of the brain, thus allowing light vibrations to enter into the process of association within your mind, are simply, shall we say, taking short trips, which are picnics of the mind, but do not have the proper purpose. Thus, as often happens during a picnic, the entity becomes sunburned, bitten by mosquitoes and ants, tired and cranky 
when he arrives back home and begins to clean the dirt off his bare feet. That is the problem with psychedelic drugs. Between the spiritual healing type of charismatic energy, as you would call it, and the psychedelic experiences of some, you have the majority of those who have reprogrammed their genetic personality. However, it is possible to do this by means of a carefully conceived program of meditation. Meditation for a purpose, which is unlike the meditation which we urge you to do daily, in which you are simply listening. In another context, we would call this prayer, or prayer of pleading or requesting. Even this type of entry into the world where the genetic personality may be reprogrammed will not work unless two conditions are met. Number one, the entity must have learned that which he decided to learn when he entered into the condition which he now wishes to leave. This is not a partial learning or a majority learning, but a complete learning. This learning must have been tested and understood. Number two, the entity who wishes to reprogram must be able to let go of the circumstance completely. There must be no emotional tie to the previous circumstance. If it is an illness that is to be forgotten, then the person involved must not have a habit of being ill, which will then reprogram the reprogramming through continuous, daily, habitual patterns of thinking. If the problem is a wrong relationship, then the person's lessons having been learned, he must be able to forgive completely. And this is very difficult. All wrong circumstances have within them a simple habit which carries an emotional strength. This habit is not at the conscious level and it is not easily removed. It is for this reason that reprogramming is not more common among your people. However, if you have the desire to change your programming, and if you have learned the lessons that your programming was designed for, in other words, if you are ahead of your program by means of your performance in this incarnation, yes, you may reprogram. And the way to do it is by what many would call intercessory or pleading prayer, saying constantly, Father, Creator, send your light upon me at this time that I may know the perfection of my being and may drop from my physical form that which is no longer necessary. You may then, if you wish, name that which you feel is no longer necessary. And then you must specifically state your forgiveness and your desire to forget that which has been negative in that experience. Does this answer your question, my brother? H2 Yes, very good. Thank you. I suspect the question I want to ask now will be answered in the negative, but I would like to ask it anyway. 
Is it possible to help another in this matter through hypnosis and regression? Latouille. May we say that it is, indeed, possible that this be done. But it is a mixed blessing, due to the fact that in regression a person is made aware of the necessary environment for change. However, the person is not consciously aware of the need for releasing all those things which caused the previous programming to continue after the need for it was over. Consequently, the hypnotic approach lacks what we would call staying power, due to the fact that it is part of the mind of the individual's feeling that another entity is necessary for the work to take place. Indeed, this is a dealing of you with yourself, and if we were to recommend hypnosis or the use of psychedelic drugs, for instance, we would have to say that unless you are doing hypnosis upon yourself, the psychedelic clinical type of approach is superior in that if you have prepared yourself properly, if you go through your programming as you have planned it when you were in an everyday state of consciousness, this remains something you have done for yourself. However, the most efficacious method is meditation done in addition to the simple meditation of listening. And there are no shortcuts to this. Much patience is usually needed. However, once you have achieved a reprogramming, you have achieved by the strength of your desire. And this is infinitely better for your permanent vibratory personality, which has entered into the contract with your physical vehicle and its limitations in the first place. Thus, for the greatest value to your spirit in this eternal quest, we do recommend that type of meditation. After all, my brother, Adjusting your genetic programming is a little more serious than, shall we say, giving up smoking or finding out a previous incarnation, both of which uses we find somewhat frivolous. However, we do not find this reprogramming as frivolous, for it indicates a certain awareness of the way things are, which we do consider more reasonable. H2. Thank you. You've mentioned psychedelics twice somewhat favorably, if not entirely, but I have determined in my own mind never to touch these kinds of things. Am I wrong in that attitude? Latouille. You are perfect and right, as are all beings. Each path is different. H2. I have one more question, and that is concerning my state of spiritual development at this time. I feel that I'm not progressing as I once believed I was. I seem to have reached a sort of plateau. I'm either bogged down or I'm not advancing somehow, and I wonder if it's possible, because of the kind of relationship I've had in the past. I've gained as much from that as I can and should reprogram for something else holding me back. 
Latwi. We have two things in response to that, my brother. First, no one knows the state of his spiritual development. The opinion which you may have of yourself is quite irrelevant to your actual development spiritually and may, indeed, be quite different from your opinion. The other comment is that we simply cannot answer such questions as you ask in this instance, due to the fact that it is your freedom of will that has brought you here this evening, and we cannot compromise that by giving you specific instructions. We can only ask you to meditate. Going back to what we said in the beginning, only you are you. Meditation, therefore, is a method whereby you develop an understanding of yourself. When you have meditated the proper amount, you will form an opinion about the problem at hand, or the problem at hand will come into harmony without any apparent effort on your part. These are things that occur when one has a prayer or meditation life. It is not something which you can intellectually figure out. Thus, we ask you to invoke the light of the Creator. Sit down, meditate, and do not worry about your progress. And do not be disappointed or pleased with yourself at any time. Be objective about yourself. In that way, you become a channel through which love can flow. For if you are meditating and seeking that which is true and lovely, that is all that is necessary. Your day-to-day -day problems, or shall we say, your year-to-year -year problems, will become apparent to you. Because we understand the distress in which you find yourself, we suggest that you go somewhere by yourself each day for a period of a week or two and spend at least 10 minutes each day speaking out loud with intensity about your desire to maintain the position in which you find yourself. We then suggest that you spend an equal amount of time speaking intensely out loud about your desire to remove yourself from the same position. We believe that you will find at the end of this indoctrination procedure that you will have burned out the over-concern you feel at this time about this particular problem, and thus you will be clear and able to catch the signal that you are sending to yourself. Then, one day, you will know what to do, and you may not be able to explain it to others, but you will feel the rightness of it inside, where it counts. Then, you may proceed as you see fit, for that is your free will. We are aware we have not been terribly helpful, but we have given you the truth as we see it. H2. Perhaps not helpful from your viewpoint, very, but it's very helpful to me. Thank you. Latwi. Oh, we thank you, my brother. Is there another question? J. Just briefly, what is the... Give me some idea 
of what a soul incarnated in two bodies? Or is one soul incarnated in twins? Latui. No, my brother. The way the union works is one body, one soul. However, those who incarnate as twins have met upon the plane of consciousness, which in your inner world precedes incarnation and have agreed as part of their genetic personalities. Unfortunately, the tape recording this session ends here. And that really bums me out because I'm a twin and I want to hear what Latouille had to say. But our transcript ends here. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite Creator.